0: Welcome, listeners, to our patron requested review of Clerks 2. No subject is too sacred. Those Hobbit movies were boring as hell. Say what you will about Jesus, but leave the rings out of this. No moment is too personal. I think there's something going on between you two. We had sex one night after work a few weeks ago. What? Where? Here on the prep station. Oh, that was just wrong. So, Dean Clerks Two, released in two thousand and six, written and directed by Kevin Smith. It is, of course, the sequel to his nineteen ninety four film Clerks, and it is the sixth feature film to be set in the Viewers Universe. I think it's the sixth, and man, I was going to say it's the sixth and last one, but they did that awful reboot recently, didn't they? Jay
1: and Silent Bob, because you know sequels work out so well for them.
0: They decide to go back to that well. So, you're giving your opinion on this film right now that this is uh, a worthy sequel.
1: I mean, it's hard to call it worthy when the original was so average. Hey,
0: (laughs) 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 Well, obviously, I absolutely adore the first Clerks. And yeah, uh, I think I mentioned last week on the episode that I haven't seen Clerks 2 before this uh, breakdown. Yeah, pretty incredible that, because
1: if it was me and there was, you know, a movie I loved so much and a sequel came out, I I probably would go and check it out, you know, at least at some point in the next 14 years. But uh, you don't feel that way. I guess Clerks 1 is just so untouchable of a film. That's kind of
0: what it was. I mean, honestly, I'd heard bad things about this film and I'm just like, I I don't want to ruin- From who? People or critics? Word of mouth. Like friends or online people? I mean, probably online. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people that didn't like Clerks 1 when it came out, or now. But let's look at the plot of Clerks 2 here. Uh, a calamity at Dontan Randall's shop sends them looking for new horizons, but they ultimately settle at the fast food empire, Movies. Movies Is Movies real? No. Movies is like the fake restaurant in the viewers' universe. It's definitely it- in Dogma, and it's definitely in Jay and Struck Struckback. Is it the fake Wendy's?
1: The fake McDonald's, wouldn't it? Because in America, Wendy's is like a a restaurant
0: yeah that's right and Wendy's over
1: here is like an ice cream it's an ice cream shop
0: not even a parlor
1: it's just something that have you know about four or five square meters in a
0: shopping center yeah and you go and get your 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 animal looking ice creams like your monkey and it's just like a you know a banana lolly sticking on the front with a couple of beads of you know my, uh, some lollies. My guys
1: my go to Wendy's order was aggro. Do you remember, oh, yeah. do you yeah. remember aggro? Nailed it?
0: Absolutely. Agro was mine too. Yeah, because absolutely. they covered the whole thing in like Milo.
1: Yeah, so you got the soft serve <laughs> and then they just dipped that motherfucker in Milo. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's done. They put yeah, a couple of smarties on for eyes and you're laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all that's all you need. I didn't mind the um was it the Sherbet one as well. Ew, gross. Oh fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Notice how something I like, you like too, and then you suggest something. Yeah. yeah, nah. Get some real taste.
0: It's 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 almost as if as whatever whatever I was going to mention, then you had that ready to go. You
1: know regardless what I, of what I said, you know what I used to always get the mega chalk shake. It was like a it was a thick shake, but there were massive chunks of chocolate all over it. So you would just end up using like you know the spoon at the end of the straw. Yeah. To eat like all this hard chocolate. It was delicious. What flavor would you get? What flavor of mega chalk shake would I get? Yeah, well, there was crunchy, there was the chalk fudge, there no, was no, no. mint. Oh, no, was... The crunchy ones and the other ones, they're not called the mega chalk shake. Okay. All right, so you got the the
0: standard boring chalk. All right. I got it. There's a reason chocolate is a staple, hendo. Anyway, back to Clerks 2. The film stars Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, Rosario Dawson, Trevor Furman, Jennifer Schwalbuck Smith, Jason Mewes, and Kevin Smith. Doesn't really hold up to the caliber of the uh, the last couple of cars we read off for scream for the scream films. Hey,
1: I mean, you wouldn't expect it to. Now, did we mention in our clerks breakdown that uh, Dante and Randall, the real life people, surely they're struggling for work? This must have been a blessing from above, getting the call from Silent Bob saying, "Hey, I'm going to do another clerks. Are, oh, are you yes. in?" And they're already <laughs> out the front door in their car. <laughs> I'm on my yeah. way. <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, Cinematography by David Klein, who has only done Kevin Smith films, so he's surely to pick up the phone and answer it pretty quickly. Mm. Same with Music by James L. Venable, who hasn't really done anything of note. I think his highest uh, IMDb known for was Scary Movie 3. Ouch. Yes. Yes. So one of the things that made Kevin Smith want to make this film was a promise he made to Jason Muse. If Muse managed to stay off drugs, he would be able to come back and play Jay one more time. So obviously he did it, he did that and he came back to play Jay. One last time. Except it wasn't one last time. No, it wasn't. Because we no. had Jan Silent Bob two. I don't remember that film. That, that, that film doesn't exist. It's pretty bad. It's very, very bad. So there were several actresses who were considered for the role of Becky. Among them was Sarah Silverman, Rachel Weisz, who the filmmakers considered too difficult to get a hold of, and Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> who, who, was, who was already attached to Lady in the Water at the time. They had Liv Tyler, who didn't feel comfortable saying much of the dialogue. And they had Ellen Pompeo, who couldn't do it because she was committed to Grey's Anatomy. And in the end, Rosario Dawson uh, considered it a long shot. Uh, She finally agreed to do the film, mainly just to see the filming of The Donkey Show.
1: What? She agreed to do this because she wanted to see a donkey show. Not even see a donkey show, but see a fake donkey show. I'm sure she could have just gone and seen a donkey show. Look,
0: you're going to have to ask her about her... her Fetishes, I guess. Ah, give me a sec. Yeah, she didn't answer. (laughs) Yeah, figured. So here's a a weird little piece of trivia. The hair on the back of Randall's head wasn't actually Jeff Anderson's real hair. It was fake hair that was glued to the hat. Was it donkey hair? It didn't say that, but
1: I, I would say it was.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: That's okay. I mean, he must be going bald, I guess.
0: Well, I looked at some pictures, and he wasn't. That's why I was thinking, why did they do that? Like, That's that's my initial thought, too. Like, oh, he must be completely bald, and they need him to look like he's got hair. But no, he's got hair. Yeah, weird choice. Don't know. So the role of Lance Dowds, a.k.a. the uh, pickle fucker, was originally supposed to be Matt Damon, but he was filming The Good Shepherd at the time, and he couldn't do it. So they got Jason Lee, who came over on a day off from My Name is Earl. Pretty much why he looks exactly like
1: Earl. Yeah, I know. When he walked in I was like, Okay, this is definitely uh circa my name is Earl Time. It looks like
0: he just rock like he just he just literally just walked out of his house with his like regular shirt on, just yeah, I'll just film this little scene. I wonder how much you get paid for a for a scene like that. I mean, most of the people in this film are like really good friends with Kevin Smith, so they would probably do it for, you know, a cheap price. Like Ben Affleck, his little cameo. He probably would have done it for free. Yeah, maybe. So the idea of the pillow pants troll was Kevin Smith's idea. It was because he was teaching Jason Mewes about why a woman wouldn't sleep with him, and he decided to put a reference to the troll in the movie. But when Harvey Weinstein saw a rough cut of the movie, Uh he he strongly suggested that they show the troll. They had planned to have a scene showing the troll inside a giant constructed vagina, With Muse playing the character, they were ultimately able to convince Weinstein that it was a bad idea, so the scene was scrapped to the disappointment of Jason Muse, who wanted to keep the set uh, that they made. (laughs) Fair enough. So prior to the release of this film, Kevin Smith had mentioned releasing an MP3 file commentary to be downloaded and listened to in the movie theatres via an iPod, and ultimately the theatre owners and the exhibitors objected to that and the plan was ultimately scrapped. And that commentary was actually released on the DVD. It's unchanged, and it contains references to the listeners uh, being in the movie theatre, including the best time to take a bathroom break.
1: That's so weird. So he mentions in his commentary... So you're meant to listen to this commentary the first time you're seeing this movie.
0: Maybe not the first time, but you can download an audio commentary to your iPod. So
1: he thinks there are that many people clamouring to see Clerks 2 again with commentary, it's worth doing. And a lot of people love that viewers universe out there. And he thinks... That there is a bit in his movie that it's
0: fine to miss for a bathroom break. It was probably the dance scene. (laughs) Fair enough. So this actually screened out of competition at the 2006 Cannes Film Festival, and it received an eight-minute standing ovation from the midnight crowd. Bullshit. The midnight crowd. That's where it screened. No way. On the other side of the spectrum here, Joel Siegel, a film critic for Good Morning America, walked out 40 minutes into a screening of the film, and in his own words, First movie I've walked out on in 30 fucking years. The straw that broke the camel's back apparently was the scene where they talked about discussing hiring a woman to perform sex acts with a donkey. Fair enough. This, Yeah, I mean, it's not walk out worthy, let's be honest. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right, this did premiere in Los Angeles, California on the 11th of July in 2006 with a runtime of 97 minutes and a tagline of, with no power comes no responsibility. Hey, that's just like Spider-Man. No, it's a little different. Ah, God, I thought I'd heard it before. (laughs) Budget of $5 million and worldwide grossed $27 million. Okay, I mean, well done, I guess. See, I'm telling you, these Viewer's Universe films, they've got their audience- but let's look at some scores. What do you reckon? The critics or the audience, Dean? This should be pretty obvious. Yeah, surely audience. Absolutely, the audience. Critics give it a 64% and audience give it an 84%. Hmm. Metacritic give it a 65%. Letterboxd give it a 3.2% and IMDB currently have it at 73 over 129,000 ratings. But like we said at the top of the episode, this is a patron requested review and it comes to us from our awesome patron, Jay. Jay. So thank you once again, Jay. He's uh, three for three for the viewers universe. Still waiting for that uh, Chasing Amy pick there, mate. Let it go, Hendo. It's not happening. (laughs) It might happen next time. It, It might happen. All right, let's see what we think of the sequel to Clerks. Let's do it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this Patreon preview. Yeah,
1: if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on Patreon.com slash
0: journey And we've got over 70 bonus episodes over there, including film series such as the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and
1: Quentin Tarantino.
0: That's right. There's also tons of benefits over there. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls, that we put out on the regular.
1: Exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down.
0: And Dean at a spot on patreon.com slash themoviejourney. Go ahead and head over there check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out.
1: Thanks, y'all.